Guten Tag, Gemstones, and welcome into another episode of Blurg. Today we're discussing Klaus and Greta, the ninth episode of season four of 30 Rock. Today explores the German origins of Jack and Nancy's decades-long finger tagging, sponsored by Uface, through some light breaking and entering. In other plot points, Jenna enters a love triangle between James Franco and a body pillow, Liz Lemon outs her cousin, and Tracy becomes a feminist. Now, study up on your airport codes, because we're going to Cincinnati. JK, we're already here, baby. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. I called her, Lemon. What? I called Nancy on New Year's Eve at 3.42 a.m. Damn, that Phoenician wine. And you don't remember doing it? The last thing I remember is going into a closet and switching clothes with Bob Ballard. Look, I don't think you actually spoke to her. You hit pound after the number. I think you left a message. Sari, get on her U-Face page. Lemon, do you mind? Second. Okay. Okay, her U-Face page says they're on vacation. They're borrowing a friend's condo in Florida. Oh, what have I done? The woman is on vacation with her husband as we speak, probably having beach sex, which is the third best sex after elevator in White House. Is there any chance that she hasn't heard it yet? As a frequent leaver of drunken messages, I can tell you no good can come of this. As a frequent receiver of drunk messages, they are not cute, even when they're from Liz. Good Lord. I've lemoned the situation with Nancy. I've got to erase that message. Lemoned? That's not a thing people are saying now, is it? Three? Lemoned. Doing it awesome. Oh, this one had some funny moments. I gotta say, watching Jonathan and Kenneth with the uh, <laughs> metal hanger, wire hanger, was as satisfying as I remembered it. And then I had <laughs> forgotten all the funny pictures he takes of himself when they're in Nancy's house. That is fucking hilarious. There are so, so many great plot points here. Like, yeah. there aren't many failures. Yeah. yeah. Except James Franco being there. I know. What's wrong it with that dude? Time. Just too much. Honestly. I mean, he hasn't been canceled, right? I mean, he's made movies yeah, he, since he settled out of court for $2.2 million. Yeah, it's just, you just shouldn't trust men in positions of power. Especially white cisgendered men. Yeah. But as they say, God doesn't give with both hands, right? So you get to be real pity, pretty and you're a fucking douchebag. Party. Not worth it. Speaking of which, did you see Alec Baldwin on the... 2020 60 minutes dateline that he was on no oh, no. He, t- he looks terrible anyway <laughs> <laughs> this episode on the other hand funny so funny from the jump Aww. yes so it's now 2010 brand new year same players just the way that alec baldwin delivers these notes is hilarious <laughs> she's like hey jack did you dye your hair he's like no no <laughs> I would love to see a mashup of Megan Trainor's No and Jack's No. Do you know that song? Yes. Have Can you seen you the mashup this I week? All of it. <laughs> of Adele and Megan the Stallion? Oh my God. It's so fucking fantastic. That needs to happen in real life. It's I know. For a magical. second, I was like, did this happen? And I, I'm like, oh, it's no, so this is beautifully a done. I do not yeah. know what beautiful internet personality has created this magic. Stunning. If you're going to let me down, let me down gently. Don't pretend that you don't want me. Mixed with, then, it mixed with body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Except they seamless. don't do the chorus, just the raps part. So fucking amazing. Seamless. And Adele's in like her full length gown and she's like, 
and then they go to Megan, and you're like, ah! and you come back to Adele, just going like, nice. <laughs> it's really, really good. Uh, I mean, no wonder we don't believe in anything anymore. I was like, is this no real? No, <laughs> yes. I would, I would have heard about this. So Liz says, how was your New Year's? And he says, wonderful. My dear friend, the deep sea explorer Bob Ballard, brought over a two thousand year old amphora of wine from a sunken Phoenician trading vessel. The wine turned out to be quite toxic, and my guests and I spent the stroke of midnight in my garden vomiting. So they open this like giant ceramic container, whatever poisonous gas comes out, and they all start choking. And Bob Ballard's a real dude. You know, it's one of those things of like, tell me you're gay without telling me you're gay. I was really into Greco-Roman history. Um, (laughs) What? I feel like being into the myths is just like a common thing I see on Twitter. But my Twitter feed is not filled with myths. No, it's not filled with <laughs> Greek myth. <laughs> no, but I did watch the Power of Myth, the Joseph Campbell thing that Rory and, that Rory um, and Harris watch on Spring it's Break. Yes, it's so good. It's life changing. If you haven't seen it, YouTube it. All right. Hit. And then at the New Girls Bachelorette party, she brought out the OG Anne of Green Gables. I'm like, these are my people. <laughs> Everywhere you look. And even though it's the wrong podcast, the music in Yellow Jackets is on point. <laughs> it's all the hits. Oh, it's all the music I listen to. No, it's so Bob Ballard is a real dude, right? He's a real Navy captain. Mm-hmm. He's the one that pulled up the Titanic. I was thinking it was not a real person, but it is. It's because his name sounds like a duck, but he's still real. Well, it's Bob Balaban. Do you know who that is? He's an Taliban? actor and director. Bob Balaban, not Taliban. <laughs> I'm not familiar, no. Well, I was thinking it was him. Liz is checking in on Jack. She's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. He's like, don't be. The whole night purging. The new year, the vivid hallucinations of Astarcha, the Phoenician goddess of sex and war. It will all be wiped. It all wiped the slate clean. And we got to check in on Nancy Donovan. So last time we saw them, Liz had encouraged them to have a romantic encounter after calling in a bomb threat. Domestic terrorism. I was going to make a joke about that, but like, please don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> it's not fun for anyone uh, But apparently they haven't contacted it all over the break And this is a sign that they're just going to have a clean slate Forget about it He's like, excellent, a clean break What about you, Lemon? Is your 2010 off to a good start? And she spent her New Year's Eve with family As one would expect Outing her cousin <laughs> Although she presents it as Yeah, he came out to us I think Liz Lemon had something to do with it Flashback, Randy's he's gay, gay. <laughs> She's like, I think everyone knew. Then Tracy's in the elevator already. He's like, finally, over the break, I forgot what floor I worked on. So explain Blossom to me. Oh, my God. It was a terrible show with Maya Bialik that they gave to her after she was in Beaches. And then her aesthetically pleasing friend, Six, was on there. And her brother was Joey Russo. Whoa. And then there was (laughs) the other brother who looks like Sean Hayes but isn't and was straight. Anyway, it's like a girl with personality. It was awful. Devastating. That's what it was. So he's like, I knew it was a character for Blossom, but I couldn't find the Joey Russo button. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Jenna comes in. Hold the door. You guys had the most amazing New Year's. I met James Franco's manager. It was like a fairy tale. And it's the super sterile interaction where the manager's like, my client, James Franco, is actively looking for a relationship with a human woman to dispel certain unsavory rumors. Body pillow. 
Have you ever met someone with like a very weird relationship and you would just pretend that was okay until you could leave? No, have you? Yeah, tragically. So the manager asks if Jenna is available for a fake romance. She's like, does chewing on a sponge trick your brain's hunger center? Yes, yes, a million times yes. It does not because I have been out of nicotine all day and I've been trying to find ways to stave up the hunger and that trick did not work for me, Jenna. Lies. Lies, Manelli, lies. Did you try really on a sponge today? No. Lies, Manelli, lies is me. I'm the one who lies. <laughs> so we're back in the present moment. Liz is like, so this is some arranged Hollywood relationship with James Franco. Can you believe they went to me before asking Aia from the real world Cancun? As someone who's super in the real world, where does Aia rank on your favorite cast members? Never heard of her before, but I looked her up and she's gorgeous. Party. So, I mean, she's not someone I've ever heard of and I don't remember her. Cancun. Good for you, Aia. Way to make a name drop in 30 Rock. <laughs> so Jack's like, I think it's a great idea. The exposure will do wonders for you and TGS. Lemon, I want you and Jenna to have a meeting with James Franco and make sure his manager doesn't screw her. Too late. Oh, wait, wait, which way did you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, James Franco's not going to fuck her. So Tracy starts telling them about he had a pretty amazing New Year's Eve with Angie. They're trying for a daughter, and New Year's Eve, I think I got Angie pregnant. And they're going to flash to it, and everyone's like, no! (laughs) He's like, okay, but I was going to describe it real good. Um, This is not a great episode for poor Jonathan. No. (laughs) This is great. He's like, how was your New Year's Eve, sir? And Jack's like, perfect. But then he sees something in his phone and runs out. And he's like, as you know, on New Year's Eve, I finally met my birth parents. So thank you for asking about that. (laughs) But he did save one of his uh, relatives from a North Korean jail. So at least there's that. There's a saying that says, don't go to the hardware store looking for a loaf of bread. Alec Baldwin, Jack Donaghy is not going to give you the loaf of bread you're looking for. So Jack runs into Liz's office and she's there with Sari and he's like, I called her, Lemon. I called Nancy on New Year's Eve at 342. Damn it. Phoenician wine. <laughs> Very common. Why are they like, was Sari under contract for this three episodes to just get more airtime? <laughs> I don't know. Because she resurfaces and then completely goes away. Yeah, she has to go do that one episode of New Girl where she's looking for her infinity sweater. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, infinity scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would love to see I would love an infinity story <laughs> <laughs> Just wraps around you times infinity <laughs> Sounds perfect Forget a slanket I want an infinity sweater <laughs> So Liz is like you don't remember doing it He's like no the last thing I remember was going in the closet And switching clothes with Bob Ballard If you don't think that's hot I don't know what to tell you <laughs> Suri who's under a thousand Is like look I don't think you actually spoke to her You hit pound after the number I think you left a message Remember the days when you used to hit pound <laughs> and you'd star 69 people? And like, that's not family friendly. Star 69? <laughs> yes. Oh, her. It could have easily been Scandal. any other two number combination. That's the only one that has like a sexual connotation to it. It's true. Star 54. <laughs> star 22. But no, star 69. <laughs> Perverts. Do you guys remember a time when you had like a phone phone and you didn't know who was calling and you literally would just pick up the phone willy nilly? Yeah. Cotter Residence is Emma. Boy, we were really a trusting trusting brood. I never said Sunderland Residence in my life. Like, hey, hello? (laughs) 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 So he's like, Suri, get on our Youth Face page. Lemon, do you mind? She's like, fine. She's like, one second. Okay. 
Her UFace page says they're on vacation. They're borrowing a friend's condo in Florida. And Jack's like, what have I done? This woman's on vacation with her husband as we speak. Probably having beach sex, which is the third best sex after elevator and White House. I have to say, I'm gonna I do say not think false. beach sex is good. No, it is not good. Gets in all the crevices. Yeah, it's granular. Remember Lane tried it, hated it, <laughs> lost her virginity on the beach? No. Got pregnant yes. with twins. And then got pregnant with twins, the ultimate. Yeah. Karma. Steve and... Quan. Quan. Beach sex is a nightmare. What is the best sex? I am a virgin, That's right. so I could not On tell you. A very soft bed with soft sheets and blankets. And no, because then you just want to go to sleep and you realize that that's okay. preferable. <laughs> Open to all it's possibilities. Like, it's like you know me. So Liz is like, is there any chance she hasn't heard it yet? As a frequent leaver of drunken messages, I can tell you no good can come of this. And Sri says, as a frequent receiver of drunk messages, they are not cute. Even when they're from Liz. <laughs> uh, da, da. You know, she totally Leslie Nopes and is like, you can do so much with your life. Jack's like, good Lord. I've lemoned this situation with Nancy. I've got to erase that message. She's like, lemon? That's not a thing people say, are saying, is it? Sri. <laughs> lemoned? Doing it awesome. <laughs> I know. She hits that line so hard. So now we got our first James Franco sighting. Um, and let's just talk about the basics, I guess. Well, I'm going to choose to believe that he is freakier and worse than this, but this is pretty embarrassing for him. This is shaming. He's dating a body pillow named Kumiko-san. His acting is also bad in this show. Very he true. He does not seem to be at the same level as everyone else. So he looks bad and makes fun of him. Sounds great. Party. <laughs> if you can't get him to stay home, let's make Force fun of him. him. So he's like, here's the general idea, Jenna. You and I pretend that we met while filming a movie called Space Attack, my title. The movie will never <laughs> be released because my performance will be deemed too provocative for America. I wish I lived in France. <laughs> Those feel like, I am Jenna. Those feel like my non sequiturs. <laughs> but out of this experience, we found each other, etc., etc. Five dates a week, one fight a month, and because the project placement deal with Jamba Juice, the fight will be in a Jamba Juice. I love Jamba Juice. <laughs> and this is the non-disclosure agreement regarding anything you two may learn about each other during the course of the relationship. And Liz is like, yeah, what exactly is Mr. Franco covering up here? Liz, are you familiar with Japanese moe relationships where socially dysfunctional men develop deep emotional attachments to body pillows with women painted on them? I am not, James. Neither am I, Liz, which is why it's so <laughs> weird the tabloids are running these stories saying I'm in love with a body pillow. I mean, it's crazy. And then Liz points to the actual body pillow. So, like, why is that here? Why? I mean, why is this table here? I mean, why is this lamp here? Kimiko is it's here <laughs> like any other object. Objects made, are made by men and used by people for purposes. But we never love objects. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly a line that he got from his therapist that now he's repeating as a mantra. Jenna's in. So this is a real thing, though. These, uh, these moe relationships. The Japanese fetishistic love for two-dimensional characters is enough of a phenomenon to have earned its own slang word, moe, homonymous with the Japanese words for burning or budding. In ideal moe relationships, a man frees himself from the expectations of an ordinary human relationship and expresses himself with a pillow. I mean, go off. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your bad, go into it. I much prefer you having a relationship with a pillow than having a non-consensual relationship with a human party get yours 
So now Liz is, uh, gets answers the phone and Randy is in town and he is just as green and sweet as he can be. <laughs> I didn't watch Search Angel. Party, but I guess he's on Search Party. He himself. is, yeah. I've never seen it before. No law and orders to his credit. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother being an actor? <laughs> She's like, oh, hey, Randy, it's up. what's up? He's like, my parents are and I are kind of fighting right now. <laughs> Liz being a super bitch is like, because you spilled orange soda on the couch? Uh, no, because of the gay thing. So um, now I'm here in New York. Party. She's like, you're here in New York? He's like, yeah, I figured I'd come and stay with my cool cousin Liz. Besides, what better place for me to be now than I'm a homo? Is that what the one we call ourselves? One of many things, actually. Um, I prefer to call myself Nick. Are you identifying as queer, gay? Hom- what was the word earlier? Homo excellent. Yeah, that's Homo-sexalent. what I identify as. Homo excellent. percent So Liz is encouraging him to get in a cab, go to her apartment at 168 Riverside Drive. He's like, um, okay, actually, there's a guy here who offered to join me if I help him move a couch into a van. Nope, that's a serial killer. Just get in the cab. <laughs> I'll pay for it. He's like, you have Amish here? Just get in the house, Randy. <laughs> um, anyway, so Jeffrey Self, who plays Randy Lemon, is married to Augustus Prue. Who has a number of acting credits. I don't super know any of them. Like Kick-Ass 2, Charlie St. Cloud. Kick-Ass, I've seen. Kick-Ass 2, though. Have you seen that one? Charlie St. Cloud. Augustus Prue. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of name for a very... Oh, he was in About a Boy. Charlie St. Cloud is with um, uh, my boyfriend, Zach Efron. Oh, Press. That's right. If you have not watched his documentary series on Netflix, what are you waiting for? So this is one of my favorite scenes of all time because Kenneth or Jonathan gets so sad. Jack's <laughs> like, Kenneth and Jonathan, I need one of you to help me with a very special assignment. I hope it's me, but I'm honored just to be standing here with you. <laughs> Jonathan's like, go F yourself. <laughs> Jack's going to drive up to Waltham, Massachusetts, break into a woman's house and erase a potentially embarrassing and destructive answering machine message. The home in question has a doggy door, and that will be our way in. Using these hangers, prove that you are lithe enough to accompany me to Waltham. <laughs> and so immediately, Kenneth just bends it, nope. gets it through Goes his little arm and shoulder. <laughs> and Jonathan's like all tied up, and he's like, Kenneth! And then he looks at Jonathan, and he says, you sicken me. Which is a Nick Cotter <laughs> line all day long. I mean, I probably fucking stole it from 30 Rock, honestly. Um... Yeah, it is hilarious just how earnest of a goon Kenneth is and <laughs> how flexible his pelvis is. Both things equally enticing. When you've been around since the Phoenicians ruled this earth like <laughs> Kenneth has, you develop some skills. So it's about a four-hour drive from New York to Waltham, just in case you want to take it on a when we go on our <laughs> Sex in the City slash 30 Rock tour of the world. So we'll go to uh, Boston for Bruins Beat, then New York, then Waltham. We have to go to Cleveland to visit Floyd. Mm -hmm. True. We have to go to Florida. Yeah, for... For Colleen. Uh God. (laughs) (laughs) I've got some Gatorade on the stove. Oh, we have to go to that French island where Jack got married. That would hit. When he got married to Liz accidentally. She's wearing the beekeeper's costume. (laughs) We are such dorks, and I like it. That's why we have a podcast. So Tracy's like, I did it. Angie no just called. She's us. pregnant. He's like, and Frank's like, that's awesome. Congratulations. He's like, yeah, and it gets better. I just had a burrito. 
But Liz's like, well, now you just have to hope that it's a girl. He's like, I know it's a girl, Liz Lemon, because I yelled Susan B. Anthony at the moment of conception. <laughs> that super tracks, honestly. <laughs> We're gonna That's name how Emma was conceived. The- <laughs> We're going to name her after the place that was- <laughs> she was conceived. I was going to pretty- be a woman, but they said Amphony instead. <laughs> <laughs> like from Mean Girls. <laughs> and so then I turned out gay. <laughs> Homo Sexilent Homo Sexilent, yeah <laughs> Homosexual Homo Excellent Sexilent Homo Sexilent Ugh, it's so hard So we're gonna name her either Virginia, NetJet, or Bathroom at Teterboro Airport This is like, Virginia is nice I like, kind of love NetJet But I think <laughs> it's just NetJet. because I think it's just because Roger Federer is like one of their uh, spokespeople so Jenna walks in. She's like, oh, Liz, I'm in love. I'm in love with a stripper. And Liz is like, you're really not. She's like, James and I just had lunch at the Spotted Pig. The paparazzi were everywhere. The gossip blogs are calling us James. It's a combination of Jenna and James. <laughs> <laughs> it's no benefer. And Liz is like, Jenna, look, I'm glad that you're having fun, but this is really all that you want? I mean, you and I are not getting any younger. You don't know that the thing I sleep in isn't working. <laughs> What do you think it is? The skin of Kim Cattrall? I think it's a hyperbaric chamber like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Yikes. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you're floating in a hyperbaric you're chamber. <laughs> I don't know what you do in there. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Haven't you seen the abyss when they go down and then they decompress in the hyperbaric chamber? I, would I think it's never just... watch anything called the <gasps> <laughs> It's a James Cameron movie. The Director of Titanic. It's yeah, starring Ed Harris and Mary Elizabeth Monster Antonio and a super hot Michael Bean who should have had a better career and a guy that looks like Steve Buscemi but isn't. And then, oh, it's, oh, <laughs> Bill Paxton. It's so oh, good. <laughs> oh, The Abyss is great, actually. It's a really fun sci-fi oh, action-adventure nice. movie that's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Michael Bean is my man. Have you seen Aliens 2? Mm-mm. Nor one. <laughs> have you seen The Terminator? Well, aliens, Mm-mm. not okay. All right, we are having a Michael B. movie marathon. <laughs> you haven't seen the first Terminator? Uh-uh. No. <gasps> oh, I came across time for you, Sarah. I came across time for you. Oh my god. So Lee must be a dick in real life because he is so talented. Okay, have you seen The Rock? Why no. am I friends with you people? I don't know. <laughs> Michael Bean was. Hot as hell, and he's in all of those movies. What? I wonder what order you should watch them in. So there was <laughs> Alien from like the 70s, which nobody watched, and then Aliens, which is the first Sigourney Weaver one. Mm-hmm. And Michael Bean is in that. Oh, and Lance Hendrickson and Newt and Bill Paxton again. They're all over, man. They're in the room, man. Oh my god, man. <laughs> oh yeah, my I love god. Bill so much. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm so sad. I'm happy for you. You don't even know who he is. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have so many like man movies to watch. So the Rock is Ed Harris, Sean Connery, Nick Cage. Mm. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> quite a lineup. <laughs> so they're, they're trying what to get into the Alcatraz. So there are military guys, Ed Harris is leading them, who are basically mutinying and they're holding. Um, people who are on a tour of Alcatraz hostage and they're going to blow them all up unless their demands are met. 
Mm. And Sean Connery is like the only person that ever escaped Alcatraz. So he knows how to do it, but he's been walked down and he's been tied up and whatever. So <laughs> they get Nick Cage to go with them and they were breaking them all out. Oh my God. It's so exciting. <sighs> this is back when I used to watch movies all the time. Life was good. Anyway, you guys want to talk about 30 Rock? Sorry. <laughs> how do we even Nick, get there? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> oh, hyperbaric chamber. Oh, <laughs> Michael Jackson, the abyss. It's like my favorite tangents, Riley. Ever, I'm really excited about that one. <laughs> Not as excited as I was. What do you feel? Like? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like, don't you want more than a big boyfriend? Don't you want to be happy? Oh, Liz, I am happy. All this attention, getting my picture taken, having ice cold diarrhea from drinking too much Jamba juice. It's everything I ever wanted. That, is- that was like a slight to Venus Williams, who owns many Jamba juices. Jamba Jai. Is that I don't true? Know the proper plural is. She owns a lot of Jamba juices, yeah. They still use styrofoam. Well, fuck them. Good morning. Is that glitter? Oh my God, did you go out last night after I won the sleeping contest? I forgot to wash my face, didn't I? I meant to do it at the club, but when I got into the bathroom, everything started up again. Okay, that's it. I'm taking you to the Port Authority. (gasps) To get on a bus home, not to meet people, God. Look, you've had your fun. You've seen New York. You've made some really neat friends. But maybe that's enough. For a first step, okay? Yeah. Okay, you're right. But I'm not going home until I give my cool cousin a makeover. (laughs) Is it gonna be fierce? It would be if it was 2006. (laughs) Well, I do have this one cardigan that I've been kind of afraid to wear. Well, let's see it, girl. It has fuzzy buttons and, oh, the draft is... I'm not going back to Methenburg. Hey, Randy Lemon, you open this door right now. Okay, I do appreciate the irony that I'm the one stuck in the closet now. Is that irony? Not really. So now we're in Waltham, Massachusetts, and Kenneth is attempting to break in to Nancy Donovan's house. When I attempt, I mean he does. Well done. Kenneth arrives inside the threshold of the house, and his pants have been removed, uh, which occasionally (laughs) happens when he unhinges his pelvis. So now we know how he got a leg up on Jonathan. Um, by being immortal and being made of goo. He's like Utica. Gonna wiggle to the top. Wiggle to the top. So he goes to find an answering machine, discovers it's a voicemail, because even though the relationship started in the 70s, it is no longer that decade. So we will have to counter with modern technology. So he's gonna look for a clue for the password. Kenneth's gonna help. He's excited. He's gonna be the albino monk from the Da Vinci Code. Um, <laughs> this he is says why I can't do it. Be like the Da Vinci you, Code. Because you haven't watched the episode. And he looks and he <laughs> sees something and he goes, Oh, an albino monk. And oh, Jack's like, that's, that's right. a mirror, Kenneth. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, this scene, God, Kenneth is fucking, Jack McBrayer is killing in the scene. He's like, She must have written it down somewhere. Try on the computer. And he tries to search and then he takes a horrible, goofy picture of him. He's like, Oops, I just took my picture with that little camera thingy. He's like, Kenneth. He's like, all right, I just need to erase that picture. Whoops, I just made it the desktop image. How did I do that? He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nancy's husband, he, Jack finds the jersey and some sweatpants in the couch. He's like, Nancy's husband's been sleeping on the couch. Kenneth's like, 
hits a button. He's like, emailing image to address book. What is wrong with me? <laughs> That's a good kind of squeal. Thank you so much. <laughs> so now we're back with Randy and Liz <laughs> at her apartment. And he had spent the entire night on the NYC town just doing gay stuff. Um, so he looks sweaty. He's got glitter on himself. A slightly smudged slut brandishes <laughs> his forehead. Looks like he had an amazing time. And the two dudes that he was hanging with dropped him off. How kind-hearted. He didn't have to do a walk of shame. He didn't trudge home. They dropped him off. Be sweet. And Liz is like, I'm glad they brought you home, but He's like, that's where I'm meeting them later. A bar called Home Butt. <laughs> Have you been? It's nice there. It's very roomy. Surprisingly, you don't expect there to be that much space. Liz is like, no, you're not. You came to New York to see your cool cousin, not to run around with strange gentlemen. He's like, geez, you don't have to be so protective of me. This is New York City. <laughs> this is New York City, Randy. Liz, do you know how hard it was growing up in Methenburg, Pennsylvania? The local TV station edited Will and Grace down so much it was just called Karen. I'd still watch it. <laughs> Definitely. Being in New York, this is the first time I've ever felt like myself, and I want to go out and enjoy it and have fun. Now, they're going to do Liz's idea of fun. We're going to stay here and make nachos and see who can fall asleep the earliest. Fun, 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 fun. I am Liz Lemon. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so this, act- this story actually rings true to the actor who plays Randy Lemon, who begged his parents to homeschool him because he was getting so many homophobic bullying situations happening. Well, he deserved it because he wasn't on Law and Order. And only people that are on Law and Order should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Obviously, that was a joke. Sorry, Jeffrey. James Franco takes um, Jenna's hand and says, Ooh, this is nice. Your hand feels like a pillow that's been in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> They're walking down the street and she's like, Thanks. Okay, well, I'll see you tomorrow. He's like, wait. Um, Then they start making out, and it's a very romantic moment for Jenna, a casual situation for James, who mistook a random dude for a paparazzo, which is the singular for paparazzi. He's quite interesting, this James Franco. Yeah. How exactly did Kimiko teach you that? I'm not really sure. Well, I imagine there's a certain level of delusion where you can manifest... So he's like, I'll see you at dawn so you can get caught coming out of my apartment. I'll loan you a shirt. Try to look like you just got drilled. You know the deal. <laughs> so have so you romantic. watched Big Mouth? So charming. <laughs> I mean, I made it through like four or five episodes. I heard. Well, there's a point where Jay, one of the characters, fucks his pillows. And I just don't know what it is in society where there's all these sort of pillow fucks. I know I said that, like, do your thing. Um, but why does it need to be so often presented in media? By often, I mean once every decade, I guess. Feels still too often. You'd rather he were fucking a melon or a pie or... Oh, yeah. Dude seems to chill. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Ken's like, this computer's not helping with the search, sir. If you type in Nancy's secret into the internet, do you have any idea what comes up? A store that sells wig extensions. (laughs) So Jack's like, I've seen this all before, Kenneth. The separate beds, the empty closets, the brave public face. This is just another Irish Catholic couple who won't admit to the world that their marriage is over. Kenneth's like, sir, you don't know that. They're on vacation together right now. Are they? Which isn't as pointed as some of his are they's. 
Nancy Donovan, still so organized. In German class, Mr. Kruger always chose her to sort the students. Eggs. He was eventually arrested by Israeli commandos. Oh, my God. On the, 20, on the 30th, she took flight 1470 to RSW. He left the next day for CVG. They have to be different cities. Hey, we got a name drop. Uh, Fort Myers in Cincinnati. Did you not learn your nation's airport codes in high school? <laughs> I had sex in high school, Kenneth. He doesn't say that, but that's what he's thinking. She's he, at the beach house alone. He's got a revelation. sentence I've ever heard. Mr. Donaghy, this snooping has got to stop. We came here to a race. Oh, I just took a picture of the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack's eyes are like half, uh, lids are half closed. Oh, wait, damn it. This is the part where he comes home looking like a slut. Oh, you're right. Well, we, need, we didn't catch it. Nobody cares. People at home are screaming. <laughs> Oops, I did it did again. Did it again. I forgot when it happens. So, yes, uh, Randy Lemon actually shows up defaced. This face has not been treated <laughs> with respect, much like the U hyphen faces. Uh, and he shows up covered in sweat, glitter, and slut. Um, after he won, after he lost the sleeping competition. I don't know what Liz's endgame there was. You win by going to sleep early, then you have no supervision. She's like, that's it. I'm taking you to the Port Authority. And he gets all excited. She's like, to get on a bus home, not to meet people. God. Look, you've <laughs> so had your he was fun. out last night. He got into the bathroom, meaning to wash it off. Everything started up again. <laughs> <laughs> now Randy's going to play a little trick here. He's like, you're right. But I'm not going home until I give my cool cousin a makeover. She's like, is it going to be fierce? It would be if it was 2006. Well, I do have this one cardigan I've been afraid to wear. <laughs> well, let's see it, girl. I have funny buttons and uh, the draft. The closet door closes behind her, but he's locking her in there. <laughs> I'm not going back to Methenburg. Randy Lemon, you open this door right now. Okay, I do appreciate the irony that I'm the one stuck in the closet. Is that <laughs> irony? Not really. Where is Alanis when you need her? <laughs> Just bitching about that new documentary, I guess. She wasn't bitching. She just said she didn't like it. <laughs> oh, my bad. So now we're still at Nancy's house, and Kenneth's like, the sun is up, and we are still in these people's home. God can <laughs> see us now. We have to find that voicemail code. Jack looks like me back when I had a therapist that had a couch, and at the end of the session, I would just be lying on it, pensive and defensive. And he's like, I found it hours ago. It's on the dry erase board. What? Sir, I don't mean to swear, but I am irritated right now. <laughs> 55287. Those numbers will become significant later. They will. So now they're listening to the voicemail. Voicemail and he said, I don't, can you read the German part? Mein, mein lieber Greta. Go ahead. It's just that part? No, the whole That was thing. all that was in German, yeah. Mein lieber Greta. My love. It's Klaus. Remember Mr. Kruger's German class? I took it to be with you. Sat behind you so I could talk to you and try to see the top of your underwear. Aww. Sounds creepy. You were Greta, and I was Klaus. See how different we are? You're like adorable top of the underwear. I'm like, gross. Talk about the top of my underwear. I'm kidding, obviously. Ish. Kind of. And then in the background, a woman's like, Jack, are you coming in? <laughs> He's like, I'm on the I'm phone. On the phone. Get back in the hot tub, Ballard. Don't let them put their tops back on. Oh, see, that's not as fun. Yeah, that's not as cute. Still super cute. Kidding. Oh my god. I'm going to say goodnight with help from the poet Reika because only German can capture what seeing you again has made me feel. Oh. I'll soon do Lickenstens. That feels like a hate crime. I'll be Jose Greta. 
And Luke and Todd said, we schwack and fuck. Let that go. Let that go. We jump in and hop and we jump in. Yeah, you're like John Hamm speaking French. <laughs> so the voicemail voice says, to erase, press seven. To save, press nine. For more options, press four. So Jack's hesitant. Um, and Kenneth is quite confused. It's like, what are you doing? Erase it. I don't know. I thought I wanted a clean break, but if that message is how I really feel, maybe she was supposed to hear it. Her marriage is falling apart. We meet again after all these years. This Kenneth pressed the button. Sponsored by ellipses. <laughs> message deleted. <laughs> Next message. Mr. Donaghy, whatever's happening here, it is not your place to interfere. If Mrs. Doherty wanted you in her life, she would have called, given you a sign, but she hasn't. Let it go, sir. Jack you're says, right, Kenneth, but you're leaving through the doggy door. Yes, sir. And he takes off his pants. <laughs> Frank's like, hey, Liz, we're playing the Today Show drinking game. You do a shot every time they give a dumb travel tip. Who's more problematic, Matt Lauer or James Franco? Ooh, great question. Oh, jeez. I, ooh, it's tough to say. Uh, I'm going to say if you have a button in your office that yeah, locks the, the door. fucking button. So that women yeah. are trapped in your office with you. I'm going to go with Matt Lauer. Yeah. But I also, I mean, it's all terrible, but the fucking film school that was only there so they could have women read sexually provocative and vulnerable undressed things so you and your friends, mostly your friends, could just, like, abuse them and sign away the rights to those videos so then they would, yeah, ah. Yeah, it's a real close competition. It's all competition bad. It's all bad. should want to be in. <laughs> I'm going to go thumbs down on both of them. I know that's controversial, but brave, but... <laughs> Speak it. Thumbs down. (laughs) So Matt Lauer, problematic Matt Lauer, more than problematic, like pervert, attacker, horrible person. I'd like to take the sexual assailant. Yes. I'd like to take the shampoo and put it in the little travel size bottles. Then I take the original bottle and I put it back in the shower for later. Then everyone drinks. Matt Lauer's like, thank you for coming. Liz, relate. Why am I adopting your fucking voice of Liz? No, that's only because it sounds like you and your voice for Jenna. Do it. Fine, Liz. Relationship (laughs) emergency. Why are you marrying a man's shirt and no pants, which is entirely too small? (laughs) She looks hot. Last night James kissed me, and for a second I forgot it was fake, and it was incredible. Now having lunch with James and the actress who plays my mom somehow seems hollow. (laughs) What's wrong with me? Jenna, what you're feeling is good. The thing with James is fun and exciting, but it isn't real. Deep down, I think you want to be with someone you really love and who can love you back. I doubt it. <laughs> so now we're back outside with Matt Lauer, and he's like, more friends on the plaza this morning, and it's Randy Lemon and a sailor. He's like, hi, are you guys <laughs> celebrating? Randy's like, we're in love. He's quitting the Navy, and we're getting married in Massachusetts. <laughs> I think Randy got confused and acted out the lesbian lifestyle <laughs> instead of the homosexual one, where you go out for one night, have all the sex that you need to survive the next 40 years with the next person you meet. He already had slut written on his forehead. Usually, I mean, it took me two weeks to fully do New York. I was in my early 20s. <laughs> I was I'm having a good time. I'm shaming you. I mean, I would write it on your forehead if you were not on a Zoom call, but... <laughs> I know, you are such the Liz, I'm in this situation. You're like, I mean, it's fine, whatever, but I'm just very tired. Come here right now. <laughs> Let's make nachos and see who can fall asleep faster. <laughs> well, sometimes we would do that, like on the weekdays. I do not need to know your sex sexcapades, and I'm sure your sister doesn't either. So Matt Lauer gives them one last uh, tip and says, if you want to save money on the trip, consider taking a sandwich. And then everybody gets to drink. 
Now we've got so some Tracy's now flirting with dancers. Yes. Yeah. So now Tracy's flirting with one of the dancers. It's just a common situation for him. But now that he's having a daughter, his perspective's changed a little bit. So he's like, hey, baby, you new here? Yeah, this is my first show. Uh huh. And before you worked here, were you an ass scientist? Because you're ass, blah, blah, blah. You get the point. <laughs> and then so he's like, so name? what's your name? And she's like, Virginia. 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 But that's, you, you do Tracy. You love Trudy Tracy. That's going to be my daughter's it. name. Are you also someone's daughter? Uh, yeah. Is every woman someone's daughter? Of course. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Kenneth runs in to see Jack and is like, he's I was staring at the phone. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The message right, right. Okay. <laughs> Um, I was wrong, sir. There is a sign. She's been thinking about you for years. And poor Jack looks at poor Jonathan and says, why can't you be more like Kenneth? Go on. Her code, 55287. Do you know what it means? Well, it's not a date. The first numbers are too high. It's not the numbers, sir. It's the letters. They spell out Klaus, your name in German class. The class you were in with Nancy. In high school. Back in Massachusetts. I get it, Kenneth. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out my next move. I have to play it cool. You should buy a leather jacket. Get Suri in here. Not you. Poor Jonathan. Uh, Suri's getting so much play. So Liz is kind of fed up with the Randy Lemon situation and tells him to pack. You know, I didn't think this about you protecting me. I think you, ha- I don't think this about you protecting me. I think you have a problem with people enjoying themselves. Why'd you even leave Whitehaven, Liz? When was the last time you watched the sunrise? Sometimes at work. Or kissed a boy you just met. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Or went dancing. I'm not going home until I make you over until I make you appreciate living here. Tonight we're going to do that makeover for real, and then I'm taking you out. Yeah, okay, fine. I mean, who am I to tell Jenna that she doesn't know how to be happy here when I can't even figure out my own? Stop. So bored. Did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, that was super bitchy. So Jenna's breaking up with James, and he's like, You can't just break up with me. I'll sue you for breach of contract. Oh. You're being such a non-pillow right now. It is so frustrating when your romantic partner has feelings and rights. <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> Sorry, James Ringo. <laughs> Not at all, actually. Go fuck yourself. Jenna's like, but you don't understand. But don't you understand? I just want something real in my life for once. I want you, what you have with Kamiko. <laughs> I do love how expect, accepting she is of like all sorts of weird. Well, since she's going to end up with Paul, who... Dresses up like her in drag. Last name, which spells out last name. <laughs> I did not know that. Is that it? Oh, name? yeah. Last name. Yeah. That's fantastic. It's a great show. So James is groaning. Kamiko Tan. What am I doing, Jenna? Pretending to be something I'm not. Making myself miserable when I've got happiness waiting for me at home. Unless Kamiko's jealous of the Ottoman. There's nothing going on there. That's a business relationship. Terrible Don't terrible lemon idea. your life, James. <laughs> Be happy. I'm the actor James Franco, damn it. And I'm in love with and commonly married to a Japanese body pillow. So Jack decides to continue his relationship with Nancy or at least maintain contact. So he leaves a perfectly acceptable voicemail that is not inspired by that Phoenician goddess, a tarte, tuna tartar, let's say. Um, and sweet. And then he says, Afita saying, ah, spicy. So uh, Liz is out dancing at a club that looks a lot like the studio with a 
part. <laughs> and there's like eight extras and no actual music playing. And she is having fun with Randy and she looks great. She got her hair up and makeup on and no glasses. And James Franco bumps into her and he's like, Liz. And she's like, James. He's like, you look great. She's like, is Jenny here? No, Jenna and I broke up. Actually, we both decided it was time to be happy. She's like, me too. I'm saying yes to life. And then she starts dancing with James, who, as we pan out, is also holding Kamiko Tan. <laughs> and then Liz grabs Kamiko Tan's head, I guess, <laughs> and is like, let's do this. So the next morning, Randy's on the couch and he's like, hey, you got home late. And Liz walks out. She's like, yeah, I, um, Randy, this is James Franco and our friend Kamiko Tan. <laughs> Liz is wearing the bottoms of the uh, yes. pajama set. James is wearing the top. So James Franco says, hi, Randy. And then he tips the pillow at Randy, like, could we go to saying hi? <laughs> Randy's like, I'm going to go to the bus station now. And she's like, I think that's for the best. And then our outro is Tracy screaming at .com and Grizz and Kenneth. I blame you three for my unhealthy attitude towards women. You have created an atmosphere of hostility and intolerance that everyone talks about all the time. <laughs> Grizz, when was the last time you told your fiance that you loved her? Since the phone call I interrupted to make this announcement. <laughs> Kenneth, your haircut is disrespectful to lesbians. <laughs> Dot com, do you ever read books by women? But George Eliot was Enough! a woman. Enough! <laughs> I've made a decision and starting next week, I'm adding a woman to the entourage. Dun, dun, dun. To be continued. I know. Who could it be? Who could it be now? I mean, there's only Saray and Sue. There's only two named women. <laughs> I know. It's like there's only two women. Paula. <laughs> oh, I love Paula Bell. <laughs> that would have been funny. Good, good, good one. Funny part. Happy, or how do you say funny in German? There isn't a word for happy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> really good episode. Let's take this to the chat. Take it to the chat. Mm, mm, mm. Take it to the chat. We'll be rating this episode on a scale of 0 to 100 gemstones. It's common law knowledge practice that anything over 90 means that it's rewatchable on a regular basis or has become part of your life. But it's not written down anywhere. It's not a law. It's just <laughs> commonly known. So let me know when you're ready. 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 Sending. Ooh. Wow. Emma gave it an 85. Nick with a Oh, because of the James Franco, Matt Lauer stuff. Smart. Yeah, that's a good call. That's I good just, call. I there was a lot I laughed about. <laughs> Kenneth seeing a albino monk in a, the mirror when he saw himself. <laughs> All the pictures he took of himself on the computer. And honestly, a lot of the general lines made me laugh out loud. But yeah, I'm not going to choose to watch one with James Franco and Matt Lauer when that's there's so much call. else I could choose from. <laughs> But is it okay if I just every once in a while check in with just the Kenneth scenes? Of course. <laughs> Watching <laughs> Kenneth climb through a hangar in like five seconds flat, worth building a life around. Jonathan's <laughs> deflated face. Just the beginning. Have you dyed your hair? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so good. I'll skip all the James Franco parts, and the Matt Lauer parts are not funny. No. Pretty unnecessary, actually. Yes. He's well, next week is yeah, the Blacklight episode, and all I remember that from that off the top of my head is that uh, Lutz is wearing a bra, and they can see it when they're dancing in the Blacklight. Yeah, so Liz engages in an inner office relationship. Um, oh, is that with next that week with Danny? Uh, yeah, that interferes with Jack, who's finally found a man in Cheyenne Jackson. And I wish I could find a man 
like Cheyenne Jackson. Have you been on um, Grinder lately? No. I didn't know. If no, I've been on it. Yeah, I haven't been on any dates now. Met anybody interesting? No, I get so tired. I'm only on it when I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Well, that's good. Is Nobody it? Can- I think, I mean, I don't know. Maybe by variant Zelda, I'll be, I'll be ready. No pressure here. <laughs> well, 30 Rock is a bright light in this very strange world we're living in. So I'm grateful that we got to watch this very funny episode, even with horrible problematic people. Hope you got a couple of laughs in. I'm going to continue to work on my accents and we hope you have a great Julie, week. Don't say that. You are the brightest light there is. I would rate you 100 watts. But am I? you're so bright. <laughs> Gemstone wise, I'd say like 60. I'm kidding. Oh my God. You're a 99.99. You're a hundred. You're a steal. <laughs> Goodbye. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Except Nick. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Blurg is a project of Teen Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank. 